Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Our conversation today will focus in on how the ever-growing streaming landscape is changing the media and entertainment industry, along with the investment implications and why when it comes to streaming, the future is now. So joining me here on the line for the conversation today, I'm glad to welcome back to Top of the Morning, Reed Gilligan, Equity Associate Analyst Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So, Reed, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today and looking forward to the conversation. Thanks, Dan. So, Reed, I know you and your colleague, Kevin Denis, and Kevin, of course, covers technology for the Chief Investment Office, though you both recently authored an update to your U.S. Communication Services Equity Preference List, which largely focuses on the streaming environment. And, Reed, I know you've actually taken coverage of the media and entertainment industry, so congratulations on that. So, looking forward to hearing your insights here. Maybe as a starting point, Reed, can you walk us through the current landscape of streaming services and why you believe, as you cited within that publication that in this context the future is now yeah so our main hook here is just streaming is the future and the future is now i mean streaming video streaming services like that are um popular streaming services launched back in 2007 and they've been around for over a decade but we really think the streaming growth is just getting started um streaming only accounts for around 30 percent of TV viewing time and less than 10% of TV ad budgets. In the future, we think streaming will dominate the video entertainment space, meaning it's gonna take up maybe 70, 80% of TV viewing time. And we think the gap between uh, eyeballs and ad dollars will shrink. So that gap between TV streaming and then the TV ad budgets will more level out over the long term. So we see a ton of growth opportunity in the streaming space, both on engagement and advertising. Reed, with that backdrop in mind, maybe we can dig a bit deeper in terms of the scope of services. In your recent publication, you explained how streaming should be thought of as more than just video. So what does the scope of services and platforms consist of? Yeah, so everyone always thinks of the video streaming services, the -the over-the-top streaming services as something that you watch with movies and TV shows. But we we see the streaming phenomenon is much more than just video. It it encompasses audio and we're in the early stages of video game streaming. So within audio, the music industry has transitioned from a physical market with CDs, vinyls, cassettes, to a digital download market and is disrupted by this digital download player. Um, And then it's disrupted again by streaming, this access model. And each phase of this transition was marked with industry revenue declines, steep industry revenue declines. Now, back in 2015, the base came down low enough and streaming kind of took hold the entire market enough that inflected back to growth. And now streaming music accounts for the vast majority of music entertainment engagement. We all are, we're also seeing audio companies um, invest in diversification and engagement through uh, through segments like podcasting. And I don't know about you, but I listen to podcasts every single day. We see really high consumer demand and engagement within podcasting. It's the fastest growing U.S. ad segment, so we expect to see a lot of of evolution and excitement in the podcasting space. Now, video games. As I said, very early stages of video game streaming or more commonly in the industry called cloud gaming. But we do see an inevitable shift um, towards 
cloud stream or cloud gaming down the road. So it's really under it's really important to understand what this means for the industry going forward. It is interesting how expansive the scope is. And to your point, of course, I do listen to Top of the Morning each day, as I'm sure you. Do. <laughs> But yes, thank you for walking us through some of those platforms and how we should be thinking about streaming. So I'm curious as a follow-up what the investment implications are here to your coverage, the media and entertainment industry. Yeah, so we really, we ha- we're trying to rethink the media and entertainment landscape, and I'll try to break it down with video, audio, and gaming. So with video, we think cord cutting will likely continue and potentially accelerate as more news and sports shifts to over-the-top digital streaming services. So what does the future hold? We think there's going to be three to five anchor OTT video streaming services, and that's all about global scale. Now, under these anchor, these huge streaming services, there is going to be room for more niche players, so either local or genre-specific streaming services, as well as ad-supported streaming services, for people that have more time than money. Now, below that, and kind of encompassing all of video entertainment is aggregators. With all these new streaming services, with all this content, it's easy to get overwhelmed. We think the aggregation of content and services will play an integral part, and we see that through connected TVs um, and through uh, streaming services. Now, with audio... We are seeing signs of developed market saturation and a bit of weaker pricing power. So we are seeing this investment into engagement and diversification. I mean, I mentioned podcasts before, but we're also seeing audio invest in dual-sided marketplaces and digital live events or, or live audio. Now, finally, gaming. Um, I mean, cloud streaming, cloud gaming, it's still early days, but um, it will shift the gaming industry more into a hybrid model with um, one-time purchases and an access model similar to what the audio market has become. What I mean by that, um, the cloud gaming will increase the total addressable market by eliminating the upfront cost of an expensive console or expensive gaming PC, but it's also going to launch into the mainstream the subscription services that will allow the gamer to get access to a number of games. It might not be the most recent, most um, expensive AAA games, but definitely the backlog of the smaller games. It's going to be a, um, a, a huge library of games that gamers will be able to instantly play once they sign up for these cloud gaming services. So, Reed, based on that, it sounds like there are quite a few avenues that exist for opportunities. So how should we be thinking about this all in the way of final thoughts or takeaways? What are the investment takeaways here in terms of positioning? Yeah, so a quick takeaway is streaming is the future. It's going to displace the major forms of entertainment, and it's time to rethink the landscape. We really need to position now for that streaming future. Um, investment implications. I mean, we, we prefer to own the leaders in the streaming space that have strong growth prospects and financial flexibility, but we really need to be mindful of rich valuations as there is a lot of excitement in this space pushing multiples higher. So you definitely have to balance the, the high valuations with the potential growth opportunities for these streamers. 
Well, Reed, very productive conversation this morning. I know streaming services content has become a big part of our lives, especially over the past 15 months or so, given circumstances. And it sounds like there are a lot of exciting developments to keep an eye out for in this space. So we'll indeed look forward to having some follow-up conversations with you about this space. But Reed, thank you again for joining us this morning and providing the insights that you did. We'll look forward to catching up again with you soon. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Reed. And again, today we've been joined by Reed Gilligan, Equity Associate Analyst for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Now, as a reminder to our clients and listeners, the UBS Chief Investment Office does author a variety of publications and blogs that touch on timely market developments, asset classes, and portfolio allocation. Uh, these resources can all be located on UBS.com forward slash CIO, including the publication which Reed has been making reference to during our conversation today, that being the U.S. Communication Services Equity Preference List Update, which was authored on June 28th. So for clients of UBS, you can also contact your financial advisor if you would like to learn more about today's topic or receive a copy of that publication directly. Top of the Morning is part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Pandora. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the new UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.